0: You are listening
1: to The Intangibles Podcast. Welcome to the latest episode of The Intangibles. Uh, today we're going to be talking about how long you should stay in a job. And I know this is a, a very variable thing for many people. Um, so yeah, we're going to discuss that. I'm going to start off the conversation with... Actually myself, we all worked at a an audit firm when we when we started our careers um, And we all left for I imagine different reasons. So I'll start with mine I know when uh, I was at the audit firm, I got to a point where I hit a, a level and There weren't this is gonna sound funny. There weren't as many friends. There weren't as many people that I worked really well with left uh, at, at the company so one of the driving factors that actually got me. I was still there. <laughs> Were you still there? <laughs> exactly, exactly. What are you trying to say are here, Justin? Justin? Were you still there? <laughs> no, but uh, it, is, it, is, it sounds funny, but like for me, it really was the people. I, I had a great group of, of friends that I networked with and worked well with. But slowly over time, and uh, if you're familiar with, with the uh, assurance and audit uh, industry, there's a lot of turnover. And people move on to, to other careers and in other industries. Um, I just felt like there wasn't the same group. And the other piece for me was the movement from being in a, a senior position to a manager position. There's a lot more push to be involved in sales uh, and in growing the business.
0: How, how many years were you in the manager role? Well, uh, I can't remember. Two, I think. Two years? I stayed years? there for yeah.
1: two years, yeah. So for me, I wasn't really big into sales. I'm not a sales guy. I'm not good at that. I don't like... And I know we had this in one of our previous podcasts, Ray, where you're talking about networking. I'm not a big networker. I'm not, I don't enjoy doing that. I'm going to change your mind on that. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so for me, one of the big drivers, like I said, it's almost like the company and the people working there kind of changed as well. At the same time, the expectation for the job changed and those didn't really line up with what I enjoyed doing and, and where I saw myself in
0: the future. You do know? you uh, do you regret anything? Like, do you regret staying as long as you did or is just the right time? Like no, it it,
1: it's a good question. And actually, in retrospect, when I in, in all the positions I've applied to afterwards and then they always ask me, like, oh, do you regret you know, any of the changes you made? And I have to say, with every change I've made in my career, there was a very clear reason. Right it it all often revolved around oh you know what i i've kind of hit the limit of development or i'm looking to move to the next level or this job isn't a good fit for me it doesn't apply to my skill set the team has changed it was very much based on on what was good for me and what worked best for me
0: so i had like i got a piece of advice like pretty early on in my career i, I forget who it came from, but I think it's really good advice. And it was always run to something, never run Run away away from from. something. It's really, Um, yeah. So, I mean, like I know when you're saying the points, like it's not the right place to be at. Like a lot of those are, running away from something to an extent? Yeah, um, yeah, Like, is there something you were running towards? So, and I love the Inspirational moments in <laughs> I know, because, you know, it's, it's crazy. I've given
1: that advice to other people. Maybe and I it was think you that gave me the advice. It was, <laughs> so, and it, the point I'd make is, I would never leave the job I was in just because of that job. So, let, let me put it That, that was like, Almost like the the thing that initiated it. Right. So perhaps that job wasn't the greatest fit and I couldn't see myself there long term. So that started the search. Yeah. But I wouldn't pick the next job just because it wasn't the job I was in right now. Yeah. So I would yeah. look at that job and I'd be like, okay, does that fulfill what I'm expecting in the future or what I need to grow to, to balance my work life? And, and so so it's kind and of so what
0: so. started the, the process. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then you look around, and... I, I almost look at it
1: unless you're uncomfortable. Why would you leave? And maybe that's different for other people. I mean, maybe there are people that leave not just not because they're uncomfortable, but because they want to leave, right? They want change. So I, I think actually, Stefan, that don't aren't you don't you leave based on or, or make a change, not if you get comfortable?
0: Uh yeah, there's I think every place I've left there's like a very specific reason why I start looking. Like yeah. to your point that like starts the process. And then, so you're more structured in why you leave a job. Like, yeah, but to be... I mean, but I mean, I'm never at a point where it's like I gotta get out of here because I th- I think it gets to a point where I'm comfortable. Yeah. And then the second I get comfortable, then I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm not learning. This is way too comfortable. Like I want to work out of my comfort zone. So how do I do that internally? And if I can't do that internally, where do I start looking externally to get that challenge? Yeah. And like, but it starts the process, right? Like I'm not running away from anything. I think it's like, I have noticed something. But I think that's,
1: I, I think that's actually a really good trigger. Cause I, one of the first jobs out of my audit firm, I look back in retrospect and I think I could have left a little earlier and it's not, and the fact of the matter was, it was a very comfortable job. Like you're, I knew it inside and out. You're right? the
0: only, like of all of us here, you're, you're the only one that stayed to manager, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, well, I'm, I'm okay staying to manager <laughs> at
0: the audit firm.
1: It was more the, uh, it was more the job after that. I yes. got
0: into oh, okay.
2: I left right before I actually hit manager at the firm. Um, I had another manager position at another company come up to me. Um, and that was sort of my reason for leaving. Um, I feel like I don't really, I I know the millennial approach these days is to kind of two years in, two years out and kind of go to the next job, go to the next job. I was
1: about to say that that's the average, right? That's what it
2: is. That's what they say now, right? Statistically,
3: that's the best.
1: Yeah. And why is that
3: statistically the best? Well, I think, I think they did a study for, for salary and total earnings. I guess that's, that's only one, it's a narrow focus of as to why. Do you believe that though? I believe that. I believe believe that. If you want to optimize salary, I think the two year, around two years is when you should be looking. 100%. So
2: here's the thing. I feel like two years is is a good, I guess, rough guide to go by, but you also have to look at it. If you're going from the firm to an analyst role, to another analyst role, to another analyst role, to a senior analyst, like that two years just makes it look like you're jumping around on your resume versus you're leaving for a, a better role a better opportunity. As, as Stefan said, I think in that case, you're actually adding
0: value to why you're leaving. But, and it makes I your Resume like, look better. Yeah. But I mean, getting, getting back to the two year point that, that Nick's making as well, I find, I don't know about you guys, but I find it takes 12 months for me to consider myself an expert in the company I'm in, like used to all the processes. Yeah. And, so, I mean, if you're living at the two year mark, it took you, well, it took me a year, 12 months to get to the point where, I'm 100% confident in making whatever decision I want to make because I'm more of an expert in the company now. So I'm really only doing like a year of confident changes and then you're taking off. Like I find the three years works a bit better for me than the two years. Well, I mean, I guess there's a year of learning.
1: But I mean, I think if you look at it, if you're saying I spend one year and it obviously depends on how much works in the job, but one year to learn the job, one year to improve the job, the next year, it, and I agree, if you still have room to improve, then sure. But if the next year you have nothing left to improve, then why are you there? That's right? true. Yeah. So I think the two-year, maybe it's two and a half, maybe it's three, yeah. but...
2: Well, to argue um, your point a little bit, what if you're comfortable in your job? What if you enjoy your job? What if there's enough <laughs> in that role that actually keeps you intrigued day, day by day? So, And I, I'm actually working uh, in a company right now where the 10 years, 10 to 20 years, people have been there forever. Um, You know, I I feel like there's,
0: you also got to argue that side of the coin as well. I thought that before in the past, I was like, you know what? I could do this for the rest of my life. Like I'm, I'm confident in what I'm doing. I'm comfortable. Salary is good. But then I started like somebody else reminded me of this. They're like, what about 10 years from now? Like, what if you think back, and things change so much like in your career or in your field that you're like, damn, I, like, I wish I stayed and I learned more because everything's now caught up to me and you're behind the ball. So, so they're like, you might as well yeah. take advantage now and learn as much as possible to stay ahead of the game. And, and then later uh, in life, you could decide to take that laid back approach.
1: And I, I, to, to Stefan's point a little bit, I mean, if you have a diverse set of experiences that you've gone through, I feel like you're a little better equipped than if someone, and I'll give the very basic example. I've worked, if you work with one company for 10 years and I've seen people, they know how to use one ERP system. Someone comes along and changes that ERP system. Those people I've seen like go crazy, right? Like they're like, oh, I'm used to this. It works like, because and that was their expertise. Yeah, they I knew know a lot of people—not right? even
2: in accounting, but just every single type of job out there. You—you got to get—you got to look at yourself every single year and say, "Am I going to gain something more by staying another year here? Is—is is my company giving me the next promotion? Have they set me up to the next level?"
1: But do well, I'm—I'm I'm only interrupting. easy you, to fall into that trap. Is it the promotion? So this is my other point. I don't necessarily look at it from a promotion perspective either.
2: Maybe other people do. Well, the job um, at the end of the day has to pay the bills. And and the only way you pay the bills is by moving up to the yeah, next level. I mean, there's, right. there's a lot of factors. For yeah,
1: sure. but I would say so. Once again, if you're working at a company, you get compensated well. And a promotion does not necessarily equate to a salary increase that's significant. Right. I've seen people get a promotion and then it's it's a nominal and they do even the same job they were doing before. Totally. Right? Totally. So. I look at it is a little bit like Stefan, like you're saying, are you learning something new? And, and to that point, there's also the dynamic. I mean, I'm, I'm a dad. I want something that lets me spend time with my family. So there's a cost to that, right? No, one's going to be like, Oh, Justin, here's the most dynamic, crazy job where you got to come up with everything and and come up with innovative ideas. That's never going to be a nine to five, right? Like I, and and not to say I work nine to five, but that's never going to be a very fixed timeline. If I want to have time with my family, then I have to pick a job which balances that. Maybe it's a little interesting, but there's a, a bit of repetitiveness to it. There's a there's a, a scheduling to it that I can. And, run. and
2: that's where I think finding that job It's uh, we're looking for a stroller right now. I'm, I'm expecting a baby. <laughs> and I feel like there's hundreds of strollers, just like there's hundreds of jobs. But you really have to find that stroller that has the right weight, that's active for your daily life, that, you know, everyone really are becoming (laughs) everyone everyone has the job or stroller that fits their life. (laughs) And I think it's it's not putting it out there that you have to leave two or three years in stone isn't necessarily the way to look at it it's more finding that job that suits you for your need for
0: now and the next couple of years but i but i mean life changes right so i mean like using your analogy you could find that stroller that that fits your life now but then what do you have to do today so that you're prepared for, you know, 10 years. That's or why I bought a stroller right? that has two seats. It <laughs> <laughs> can turn into a dual stroller.
2: <laughs> you no, but, but you're thinking of the future. <laughs> <right>? Exactly. <laughs> but the thing and I think we're, we're
1: almost circling around the same, the same point. Thing, yeah? yeah, Like it's you want and the two year rule, Ray, I don't think is the case where we're saying you have to leave. But in two years, your life can change significantly. Right. And you can change in two years. And it may be the case, you know, there's a lot of shots people take at the new generation, saying, "Oh my God, they're they want to leave within two years." Not committed. Yeah, they're not (laughs) committed. But maybe it's not commitment. Maybe what we're looking or seeing is there's a dynamic group of people which are finally saying, "You know what? I'm owning my career, and when I feel like I need a change for whatever reason, whether it be work-life balance, salary, learning new skills." I'm going to take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, and These I think young
0: people take a ton of heat, I find,
1: like, the yeah, whole millennial I generation. That, right? like, totally. Everything is millennial it, this, is... millennial
2: that. I was, but you know what? There, Incidentally, we're all millennials. Of, yeah, we all are. <laughs> but it's a new way, it's just a different way of thinking. If you yeah. get caught in an old way of thinking, you're going to fall into the trap. Yeah. But everyone yeah.
0: else was like, content with whatever they had. The like, place, oh, I'll put my right? time in. I'm like, I'm not putting my time in. Totally. <laughs> I want to learn this. I'm going to go wherever I have to, to learn it. Like, I'll give you guys an example. I'm going to take what I want. I have a friend that works works at the bank,
2: and he's been at a certain bank for the last eight years. And he's been trying to move up, and he got one promotion during his eight-year tenure, and he was sold. He was bleeding the color of the bank, Uh, and he was sold on that bank. And it got to the point where we've had multiple discussions, and I was like, buddy, you can't just say you're going to bleed this company if the company's not going to give you anything back for that investment. And... And he actually interviewed with another bank uh, a couple weeks ago and got another job offer from another bank yeah. that was giving him that promotion that he was working towards yeah. and the extra money. And you know what? He realized I can't get what I want out of this role. I need
1: to go to another bank or another institution to move up. And I it's, you've hit it on the head for me, right? Because I think that was a lesson I learned though, you know, in the, hate to clown on the bank all the time. Yeah, but. Well, and it's not just a bank, it's <laughs> well, every I, I company has like yeah. a certain number of positions available. Um, and in a lot of cases, the position you want is occupied. And if that person is doing a good job, you have to wait till they leave because no one's gonna fire a good employee to make room for you, right? That doesn't make any sense. So I think a little bit of what we're seeing in, in the workforce today Is people are saying, I don't want to wait, right? Yeah. I deserve, I've learned the skills. I'm ready to go. Give me the opportunity. And if you can't give me the opportunity, it's a competitive work environment. And that's a fair,
2: a fair thing on millennials. Patience.
0: Yeah. Millennials like all of us these days we lack patience. Yeah. And, and I, I think like, no, I don't think no. That's <laughs> <that out. laughs> no, I think like Justin was almost going to say the word. I think you were going to say like deserve it and I think like um You don't think you, I, I think, I don't think people, people like it. deserve it. I think it's more like give me the opportunity kind of, right? I so maybe You can prove it. Yeah.
1: So and I know there's I think the the one piece which is the hard transition is actually that manager role. So that was the one role, I think. And you asking this question, Stefan, why did I stay till manager?
0: Yeah.
1: I think that well, none one. None of us is,
0: did. So it's interesting yeah. that.
1: So for me, in my thought process, it was, that's the hard one, right? So if I go out and I'm an analyst or um, any any level where I'm not in command of a team and hold a manager title, everyone is, and I've seen it, everyone's going to keep saying like, but do you have manager experience if you apply to a right. manager job? Um, So for me, I think that was one of the big things. I'm willing to stay to get that push because that's the one which suddenly opens a thousand doors. It's really hard to say I'm going to lead a team if you've never done it before. And the first company that's probably going to let you do it is the one where you weren't leading a team and they saw your strengths and capabilities and said, okay, we'll give you a shot. So I think
2: you have a good point there. And I know Stefan and Nick, I mean, me, we know you guys, but you guys had the situation where you guys left the firm before hitting manager and had to deal with getting into industry now and getting that bump to the manager level. And how did you guys find that? Like, was that difficult for you?
3: I mean, it's definitely true that, you know, manager experience is hard to come by and it's extremely important. Um, you know, people think it's easy to lead a team. You know, you could be you could be really good in your role. You can do all your job perfectly, but it's a whole different skill set. So it was definitely it can definitely be hard. Um in in my situation, um I, I moved into internal audit. I wasn't a manager, um, but I had done really well in that role. Um, you know, met a lot of people, got great reviews, and then ultimately networks? Yeah, <laughs> did, did, did some networking, networking. and eventually <laughs> when a finance manager role did open up, um, the director, he already knew me. He already knew that I was competent. He knew I was a strong uh, employee in general.
2: How long did that take you?
3: Uh, About two and a half, three years. Yeah. So yeah. you invested, for right, uh, in that company? For sure. I invested in the company. I know yeah. it was a big company with a lot of opportunities that I can move into. And it was a matter of, OK, you know, I have to prove that I can kill this job essentially and do a really do really well um, and get noticed.
0: But Nick, fun? you and I worked on, so like when we were at the firm, you and I worked on a couple jobs for a while together as well. And I think even though we were both in that senior role, like not a manager role, but a senior associate role, um, you still had like a ton of manager experience because you were coaching true. people, like you were training people. Yeah. I yeah. think... I think you did some um, some presentation courses on, like, data analytics as well. I think you and I did well, one we, of those Yeah, courses. we did, like, an Excel workshop. Yeah. yeah. I, so I think, I think there's still a lot the, of The problem is, though,
2: right, you got to look at it from a company perspective. If a company can have a great employee and keep them at the same level and pay them the minimal amount of money to do a job and do it well, why would they promote you? Why would they give you more money but, unless Ray, they are at risk of you losing
1: you? That's why people leave, though right? Exactly. Like you're, you're outlining the reason why exactly. people leave. So, and I think it's that shift in the mentality of employees. It used to be, and companies. Companies They're, do a good job of selling you. Don't worry. We're going to get you that yeah. role. We're going to get it for
2: you. Yeah. We're working. HR is talking Give about it. Give us another it. year. Yeah. <laughs> we just need one more year. We have to create the role. Like yeah. I've heard it all. I have multiple friends in the media fields, in the banking industry, and and they say the same thing. They're always waiting for that job and it's coming.
1: It's coming so, in the next year. To that point, Ray, and being a manager, I've told people that. And it's it's honest. It's the truth. I do try to help people find a higher position within the company if they show the ability. But I go back to, to that point we, we were just discussing. If I have a really good employee sitting in a position doing a good job that you want, I can't fire that person to give you their job, right? So... It is really up to the individual to say, and and any promise your manager makes you, and I'm saying this as a manager, anytime your manager promises you, I'm going to find you. Don't worry, there's a position. I always say take that with a grain of salt. Totally. Be like, you know what? Because the
2: manager has to keep you invested in the company,
1: yeah. And he might or she
2: might be trying to do that, but sometimes it's it's hard. To, to get that job open. And, you know, I find I was very lucky when I left the firm because I had got offered a manager role at a company. Um, and it just so happened two years after I was working in that company, that two-year mark, um, <laughs> another role, the director role had opened. So I luckily was able to get that role. Um, so it just worked
0: out in a way. And, and that's like You worked me, hard it's, for it, but it. it I, mean it I also worked hard, worked but out. it worked out yeah. for
2: me because that usually doesn't happen. It just so happened the director above me, or controller that
0: was above me was there for 25 years and had left. Yeah. So, you know, that doesn't happen all the time, yeah. right? That's timing, so, but right? So like, totally. To, to that point, I wanted to get to that controller level, and I was a senior analyst level, and the company I was at, controller was there for 20, 25 years, I think, had no intention of going anywhere. So I knew it will be impossible for me to move to any other role within this company. Totally. And that was kind of like the sole decision. As maybe you're, like, maybe now is the right time to leave. Because I, I know it's not going to happen. So I could stay here for five years, 10 years. So As I think to so all, the, so all it's, the
2: people starting the career right now that are looking into this, I think they really need to sit down, look at your career where you're at right now, and where do you want to get, and then move on.
1: Yeah, no, totally. So I think we've kind of wound up all of the points we were going to talk about. Um, does anyone have any other thoughts or...
0: So I mean, like, if we if we wrap it up, are we are we in agreement that it's the two I, to three year mark? Maybe, like, assuming I, everything else works out. I think of-
1: after this full discussion, the real things we come out is is it all depends, right? So I like your point, Stefan. Don't take, don't leave don't the job. Away. Yeah, don't yeah. run. <laughs> don't leave the job because you hate the job. Like, go find the right job. And then we all talked about that fit, right? Like, if is it. We, are the people there, the people you want to work with? Are you growing the way you want to grow? Are you getting the experience? Is it, is it helping you move your career forward? And not to feel guilty about that two-year thing, right? Like if you move in two years, there is, especially after the discussion, I even feel more confident on this. There's a logical reason why people leave in two years now. I think it's, it's just
2: being cerebral with your job and where you want to get to. You really have to sit down and think, have I gotten enough out of this, op- this job? Is there another job that will give me something
0: extra? And that's why I'm going to leave. So,
1: yeah. So owning your career, right? Exactly. Like, so so, so it's, like,
0: it's not like people are thinking of the two to three-year mark. It just happens to work out that way. Yeah. That people seem to reach that point of like diminishing learning. Yeah. And, and if that opportunity doesn't that seem interest. like it's available at that three-year mark, then that's your point Look yeah. for something else.
1: Yeah. 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 Exactly. So don't leave at two years, but... <laughs> You don't feel so bad about if it If it, it happens to be two years, it happens to be yeah, two years. Yeah, it happens to be two years. Okay. All right. So I think that's everything from us. Thanks for tuning in, guys.